What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you so much for tuning in to the Big Honker Podcast. Hopefully, everybody's made it through hunting season in one piece. We are now into the off season. This podcast is brought to you by none other than Double T British Kennels. Mr. Corey has got some of the finest Brit Labs out there that are on the market today. You can go to his website at BritLabs.com and get in contact with him there. Buy you a pet and a working dog all together at the same spot. Great package. Logan, who works for us, he's got a dog. Delta, perfect pet, perfect hunting dog. BritLabs.com. That's all you got to do. Also, we're brought to you by Hemp Hill Farm. Getting old, you get some ouchies every once in a while. There's a promo code, BHP. It will save you 20% off of checkout. They also have a way you can save 30% on your first order. CBD is the way to go. Hemp Hill Farm is naturally derived CBD. It's all organic. Taking care of all of my my growing pains. Right now, they've got a gummy sale, 20% off plus free shipping. Can't beat it. Nope. That's hemphillfarm.com. Farm is spelled P-H-A-R-M.com. I take a gummy every night for bed. Helps me sleep good. Do not wake up with a hangover. I take one about 10 o'clock. I go to bed about 1030. Usually about six o'clock in the morning, I roll out of bed and I feel fine. One other thing too, I have plantar fasciitis in both feet, both, both my feet. I tore both of my Achilles in my younger years. It's a side effect of it. When it does bother me, it doesn't very often. I take the salve or the roll on and yeah, put it on. It automatically wipes it out. At Turkey, he brung some to Turkey for us at all. Stood on concrete for, mm-hmm. for, for three straight days. Walked 10,000 steps a day. Oh, knees get a little ouchy and stuff. They got me a new blood pressure medicine. Put that stuff, rub it on my knees and joints. Feel like a million bucks. Feel like a 22-year-old after I do that stuff. Works Perfect. good. Hempillfarm.com. Next, we're brought to you by Lucky Duck. Listen, they've got a lot of products. Uh, you know, it's predator season now. You know, people are going after uh, coyotes and bobcats Shoot and raccoons. You know, the, Lucky Duck has something for everybody. They've got kennels out there. They're five-star crash test rated kennels. You can put it in the back of your truck and strap your dog down and not have to worry about what's going to happen to him in the event of an accident. Obviously, everybody knows about their, their waterfowl line. They've got the best A-frames on the market, the 2x4 blind. They're a one-stop shop. I mean, they've got everything. They've got e-callers, they've got kennels, they've got motion decoys. Uh, we ran their rotary system a couple times last year. They've also got some new products that are going to come out uh, later in the spring and summer. So check them out at luckyduck.com. They got a turkey line out there now. I mean, they've got all sorts of stuff. So just head over to luckyduck.com, whatever you're looking for. They have something for you. That is at luckyduck.com. Next, we are brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. If your coffee sucks, it is not the duck. They are growing and expanding. They've got some of the best coffee that you'll ever drink. Uh, Morning Wood, Sun's Up, Guns Up, First Flight. It goes on and on. Missouri Boat Ride Blend. You can subscribe. You can get coffee shipped straight to your door. You can figure out the delivery, how often you need your coffee delivered, and you can save a little bit of money if you subscribe to their uh, loyalty program. DirtyDuckCoffee.com. They've got amazing looking swag. Saw some of it at NWTF. Jay and Buck are great guys. They're on a whole tour with all the hunting shows coming up. So if you want to get your hands on it and try a couple different blends before you buy something, if you have a hunting show, big hunting show coming up, I'm sure they'll be there. Check them out at DirtyDuckCoffee.com. Look for them in the east on the East Coast. They're going to start being in food line grocery stores, a few of them. So anyways, check them out at DirtyDuckCoffee.com. Best swag in the market. Great coffee. It's all we drink here at the Big Honker Lodge. Next, we're brought to you by Shin Gear. My goodness, they had an incredible booth at NWTF. It was packed the entire time I tried to go by and talk to them and loaded with people. 
They're kind of tinkering with some of their waiter products. They've got the 2S system that's coming out. It's got two seams on it instead of seven, I believe. You know, if anything's going to go wrong on a waiter, it's usually at the seam. So they're cutting down the number of seams on their new waiters. The jack shirt's out. Bibs are out. I wear the bibs every single day here. Waterproof, windproof. It's all you need. Shin gear, I'm telling you, they are the way to go. The scout boot I wear every single day during hunting season. Every day. They got a brand new. They got tons of colors. Fixing to get me some gray ones. I love them. They're great. I'm telling you right now, if you wear anything outside in your garden or nothing, even with shorts, you can put them on. They slip on. They're comfortable. It's the way to go. Shingear.com. Next, we are brought to you by Boss Shot Shells. Bismuth is the way to go. Copper-plated bismuth. Turkey season's coming up. They've got all of their turkey stuff ready to ship to your door. It's all TSS. I shoot nines. That's what I shoot. I like a lot of pellets. In my mind, you send a hornet's nest out to them. The flop starts. So they've got Warchief. They've got their legacy line and waterfowl. They've got Boss Tom. The gear is amazing. Call the shop if you want any of the gear. Phone number is on their website, bossshotshells.com. We're proud to be associated with them. Yes, On the Road with Boss. Jeff and Andy comes out in March 18th, I believe. March 18th. Check them out at bossshotshells.com. Thank you very much. Next, we're brought to you by Pacific Custom Calls. Pacific Calls and Post Falls, Idaho. Anything you need. Waterfowl, geese, ducks, turkey, They've got a call for it. You know, great guys up there at Pacific Calls. They had a hell of a show at Portland. They're retooling a lot of the stuff. The PCD duck call has undergone a transformation, making it more versatile for more people to get their hands on and feel comfortable with the call. They also have the Turkey Rodeo. It is going to be April 20th, Post Falls, Idaho. They're having a big shindig up there. Bring your turkey, uh, biggest turkey with weight, uh, spurs, beard, Combine those. Biggest turkey will win $1,000 and a belt buckle. So they got a lot of cool things going on uh, with Pacific Calls. Check them out. PacificCustomCalls.com. We have a promo code with them. BHP25. 25% off your order. Not going to find a, a better deal than that. Next, we're brought to you by Dive Bomb Industries. The leader in silhouettes, silosocks. They are great. That's what we use out here every single day. It's easy to throw out a big spread. With dive bomb, you can throw out 50 dozen and it's not a big deal. Uh, they got a floater line out. They got some full bodies out there now for snow geese. Uh, and that's all going on right now. Squad Fest is going to be July 19th and 20th. The third or fourth? I can't remember. I think fourth. Uh, so it's coming up. Make plans to be in St. Louis around that time. Great guys and uh, hard workers. They're can't, always ahead of the curve. going to be a good time. Can't wait to see you there. Come by and see us. Andy will sign some titties. Yeah. Divebombindustries.com. Next, we're brought to you by the Looking Glass Podcast. Head over to their Patreon account. Get uh, signed up. Logan and Rebel, they put out a hell of a show. They got a bourbon review, and they're just great guys to listen to. The big sultry voice of Logan Pyatt. The bourbon review is worth it alone. If you're a bourbon drinker, these guys, they talk about it. They know their bourbons. Professional drinkers, basically. Looking Glass Podcast on Patreon. Next, MLR Graphics. Baseball season's coming up. You're going to need jerseys. MLR Graphics in Breckenridge, Texas can hook you up. If you head over to their website, mlrgraphics.com, you can get in contact with them. Whatever you need, shirts, hats, they can do it all there in the great city of Breckenridge, Texas. They do all of the stuff for the Big Honker Lodge, so anything that's got a Stanfield or a, a BHP pot, uh, logo on it is done by MLR Graphics. Holler at Michael at mlrgraphics.com. 
Next, we are brought to you by Ducks Unlimited. There is not an organization that is doing more on behalf of waterfowl hunters. They are putting ducks back into the sky. They are the leader in wetland conservation. Figure out a way to get involved with them. Either start a chapter, join a chapter. Your money gets put to work to put more ducks into the ecosystem for us. And they will be having a ducks, I guess it'd be a ducks event next year. There's not one this spring. Right. Spring of 2025, being Memphis, Tennessee, will be a big convention. will be a really good time. Look forward to seeing y'all there. Next, we're brought to you by Alpha Outdoor Specialties, maker of the Stanfield Stool. Save my back all last hunting season. Nice chair sets out in the A-frame. You can sit up, you can sit back, you can lean back, you can swivel. It's a perfect way to spend a morning in an A-frame. No more bucket butt for me. You can find it at alphaoutdoorspecialties.com along with all their other stuff. They've got a blind caddy. Uh, you can keep your coffee up there, your shotgun shells. You can either you can even hang a heater buddy if you need to. Uh, they are an innovative company. So Alpha Outdoor Specialties if you need a Stanfield stool or blind caddy. Next, we're brought to you by Mossberg. Don't sleep on the 940 waterfowl gun. That's what we shoot out here. Oh, everything's oversized. Listen, it's cold out there. Your fingers get cold. You need big things. The charging handle is bigger. The safety's easy to get to. Um, the 940, is it's a very, very good gun. It's what we use every single day. Uh, in the blind, whenever we get to shoot, they've also got rifles. They've got all sorts of stuff. Competition guns, handguns, whatever you need to take down, you can be shooting a Mossberg. Mossberg.com. They also are great stewards for the youth. They give us guns every year for the Gold Star Hunt, which we will have the first weekend in November, or first weekend in October up here. Thank you so much, Mossberg, for reaching out and doing so much for the Gold Star kids in the military. That's Mossberg.com. Last but not least, it is Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. You can come out here and spend time with us. Dove season will be here in just a couple short months. We've got a couple openings for that. Yes, I've got some weekday hunts during the weekdays open. Don't have a lot of weekends open. I think I got the, I may be able to do one group of eight on first weekend, which is the eighth, I believe. And then the second week in the 15th, I've got one group opening for eight to 12. And, that, and that's it for the weekends. And then weekdays, we got we can do a private group for 20 people. Anyways, that's at stanfieldhunting.com, 940-658-3172. And if you call, Jeff will answer the phone. If not, leave a message and I'll call you back. Thank y'all for listening to the Big Hawker Podcast. We appreciate it. God bless y'all. Get ready. March 18th, you'll start seeing the first series drop on the On the Road with Boss, hosted by Jeff and Andy. Thank you. Peace out. Bye. Love you. Bye. Watch for deer. Welcome to the Big Honker Podcast brought to you by MLR Graphics in Breckenridge, Texas. 
It's baseball and softball time. You can get your kids jerseys to play. MLR Graphics and Breckridge is uh, in Breckenridge, Texas, is the place to go. They, they will do, hook you up. Hook you up. They do all of our stuff here. They're going to do my granddaughter's softball team. I'm hoping they're going to do my grandson's t-ball and baseball team. Are they, Coach? I don't know. Are you in charge of uniforms? I'll get there. Are you excited about coaching baseball again? Uh, that's a no. If you have to think that I mean, long, I'm that's not, a no. No, I mean, it's not something that... It's not something that I would do otherwise. If I didn't have kids, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, you ain't seen me coach anything since my kids left. So, I don't know. If, if, if that's the barometer, then no. I guess not. But... You know, it's important too. Uh, to to for someone like me to coach? No, for me. Oh, you to need coach. to coach your kids. More people. That's one of the problems. We got many of them, but that's one of the major problems. That's why we're doing a World on Fire podcast because we can talk about shit that needs to be fixed. And we do not have enough parents involved with their children. I mean, for everything you do, school parties. The same two moms are at everything. Yeah, you do coaching little league. You got one or two guys that, that are involved, and sadly, and some of the guys listening to this, they fall in this category. They're trying to live their life through their kids. Don't do that. No, coach, I, I definitely don't do that. But there are a lot like that. No, yeah, no, a ton I agree. of them. I agree. And so they're coaching, so junior can be the star of the team. Sometimes junior sucks. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to to handle it all. I mean, really, like. I I never coached any of you three boys so y'all would be the star of a team. Right. Ever. But I coached it because I wanted you to have somebody that kind of knew what the hell they were doing with you guys that cared. But I always felt like I was fairly decent. You were one without, of the better players. Without So I don't know how to handle that with Reese because, you know, I mean, I don't want to do D-bat. I don't want to do a whole lot of extra work. I don't want to take them to D-bats and have a professional coach and all that stuff. We never done that, but... I did go to football camp. And I spent a lot of time playing ball with you guys in the front yards. All three of you guys. Right. I threw baseballs. I played catch all the time. I was... Yeah, I guess I need to do more of that. I played catch with you with football, baseball all the time. When Zach was little, I did the same shit. When Payne was there, I was a catcher all the damn time because he pitched. So all three of you boys, I took my time, but it was a labor of love. Reese's problem is he wants to play the game. Like, we'll go out to play catch, and he's like, let's play football, Dad. Uh, no, hold on a second. He wants to play a game. I'm not running around <laughs> pulling your flag or baseball, you know? We're not doing this. We're like, working we're, on we're, skills. We're just playing catch is all that yes. we're doing. So he's, uh, well, let's just, let's just, let's, let's play, let's play tag football. No. You know. That's why I got your little brother here. Wayne or one of, one of the coaches in high school told me because your group we had little we had youth football here and yeah. Zach got to play youth football. Time Payne was here, we didn't have it. We lost kids and we're still losing kids. We're bleeding kids in these little small towns and that's sad. But Wayne yeah. told me Wayne told me one time he goes, "It sure is nice to have junior high practice first day and kids know how to put their pads on." Right. Yeah. But first the, couple days just for that. The older I get, the more I do not like youth football. Too much uh, brain trauma. Oh, fuck. It's the world is different than it was in 1970, mm-hmm. and I don't know if there's a place for youth football like there used to be. Why? Because you got too many people out there trying to add too much shit to them. I watched a little league football game on TV last year. They had on TV, 
And the motherfuckers are running audibles and doing this and doing that. And you line up and just run a vanilla offense and you can whip their ass if you have better athletes. Right. But I just, they're, they're putting too much on these kids too young. I agree. I think that's, I don't like that. I don't think that's uh, special to football. I think that's literally uh, little dribblers. I think it's little league baseball, soccer. We don't have soccer here, but parents are just fucking weird. And every one of them thinks that their kid's going to be the next Nolan Ryan or the next Aaron Rodgers or who's and a he, soccer player. And he's not. I fucking don't know a soccer player. Or hockey. Like, I mean, hockey's the same Name way. a hockey player because I'm the same boat there too. Uh, Gretzky. Okay. They, well, that's, yeah. But you're but right. Everybody, and Americans have this, and I've talked about it before, two's good, four's better. It's just like training a dog. Ron always used to say you can get a hell of a training session done in 15 minutes if you go out there and you know what you're doing. But, and sometimes less is more. You know, we've referenced this kid a lot of times. Guy we know, firefighter with Ron, had a son, had a really good shot at being a professional baseball player. Not being just a professional, but a chance to be a first-round draft pick. Lefty, they threw 100 balls a day, rain, sleet, snow, or shine. Got to his junior, senior year, he said, fuck it, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Burned out. So you burn your kids out. Or, and I was talking to uh, Miles from Southern Oak Kennel. He was at NWTF. He's also, uh, he's an orthopedic surgeon, PA. And he said. He was the one talking to that kid at the booth about his arm surgery. Probably so. But he said parents are pushing their kids too far. They, they got these RPMs going and their little ligaments. He said, I see, you cannot believe how many elbow Tommy Johns I see. ACLs, MCLs, knees are screwed up on 11, 12, 13-year-old kids. And he's like, it used to not ever be that way. And he's a younger guy, so, you know, he hadn't had a he hadn't had a 40-year career or anything, but he's just like, it's ridiculous the amount of 11 and 12-year-olds I see that need Tommy John surgery because they're throwing hard all the freaking time and they never give their arm a break. I'm excited to talk to Bryce Elder about this because – any professional athlete that I've that I've ever had the pleasure of talking to, none of them have said that they're going to push their kid to be a professional athlete. No, no, you're right, 100%. Zero. I know most of my buddies that play Division One football <clears throat> said they wouldn't do it again. Right. But not one of them, not one professional athlete that I've ever talked to or anybody that's played anything at a high level has said, I'm going to have him out there throwing 100 pitches a that's day. Right. That's right. Not not a fucking one. And they played at the highest level. Yeah, it's the guys that didn't make it to the high level that try to push it. They yeah, they their... push their kid. Well, back to youth football. You coach youth football. They, they get all these complex shit. You take your best player and he plays tailback. You take your next best player and he plays tight end. And you take your two best linemen and you seal off one end and you let the kid run for a touchdown every fucking play. Right. It's not hard. <clears throat> they make things so much more complex. Baseball. Yeah. They do all this shit in baseball. You get a kid that can throw the ball and throw strikes. And you play good defense behind him, you score five runs, you'll win. Yeah. But nobody, everybody wants to make everything so fucking complex because they do it on the pros. Right. I I know a guy, and I'm going to call him out. I'm not going to say his name. He's got a son that's about 10, 11, 12 years old, somewhere in that range over him. The kid has absolutely zero chance of ever playing Division I football. He's not going to be big enough. Right. I don't give a shit what his dad does. I don't care what his dad feeds him. Unfortunately, if you want to play football or basketball, if you're not very big, it ain't going to happen. Bottom line. And he does all these drills with him and all this shit all the time. And he goes from one camp to this camp to do that and do that. 
Look in the mirror at yourself genetically. <laughs> yeah, you're five six. It, it, you don't have a chance. <laughs> you, you can't outrun genetics. No, and, and, and nothing you can do is going to change that. He may be a pretty good high school football player, right. but he's never ever going to go very far. I'll use a kid's name, C.J. Bruce, that played with you. He's like a very good athlete. Yeah, C.J.'s what five three, five four, five yeah, six maybe. Five, we'll give him five six. Okay, five six weighed about two hundred pounds. Was fast Built like a brick shit house. Fast, fast ball player. Daryl Johnston, but a smaller version. Small. Now he could have played Division One. He was a very good catcher in baseball too. Yes, he was a very, very good athlete, and he probably could have played baseball, baseball anywhere. He was, and he was very, very, very good at it. But he would have never been a football player. He was right. a good high school football player. Would have been really good for it and hurt a little bit. Mm-hmm. But he was not built to be an NFL, an fullback. NFL football. No, and he knew. I mean, his dad knew it. He knew it. I mean, he's he was a great kid. His dad's a good sized man. His mom is Oriental lady. She weighs about eighty five pounds, and I, I, it's her, she's the reason he didn't get a chance to go nowhere. Probably, Blame her. but he was. But just the reality of the situation is, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, but that's just that's that's the way it is. But yeah. people, these parents are so so overzealous with all of this stuff, <clears throat> and like anytime, I don't know. May I'm just I don't know. I don't know what I am. But like I don't get I don't get fucking riled up like, you know the umpire doesn't want to be there any more than anybody else wants to be there. Did you not get riled up in basketball game? You didn't think it was some shitty calls the other night. Well, that's I mean that's that's a little bit higher level. But I mean, what are we gonna do? We're gonna yell at the high school kid that's umping your kid's baseball game? No, no, I'm talking for about that. a fucking snow cone. That's what that's his payment. You well, know, yeah. I mean. He don't want it to be there. Did you ever tell you I umpired when I was twelve? No. Yeah. Oh, maybe you, you got yelled at, didn't you? Were they hard on you? I got to. I, they let us, me and the guy that I dealt with, we called the championship games. So we were pretty good. Right. But yeah, I had one one fam, one guy griped at me one time pretty hard. But I mean. But I didn't have thin skin, so it didn't bother me. But it was, just, but you were right. I was making $10 a game probably. Right. I'd get 20 bucks. I'd call two games at night. I was 12 or 13. I was in junior high. Yeah. I'd call two nights a game every weekend. And I was really pretty good at it. And I got offered and I didn't want to do it anymore. But right. it, wasn't, it wasn't a bad side gig. There are some terrible guys at umpire though. Sure. They're the guys I would, I would, some of the other guys that were umpiring were horrible. But I can't, you know, like Ron, it's always funny here because Ron, he would bitch at the umpire in Little League game. That guy, that kid doesn't want to be, but in his defense, it was older gentlemen that umpired then when I was playing. But now, I mean, it's all high school kids. Do you remember the old guy that used to do electric work first was a drunk? Yeah. He'd done some umpiring. Oh, I remember. And he was not very good at it, but nobody else wanted the job. No. And Payne was pitching one time and the guy, it was a couple of balls that probably weren't balls because Payne very seldom walked anybody, and Dad was just fucking throwing a fit. Yes. I was like, Dad. Loaded up his chair and left. Yeah, he did. You remember that? Yeah. Oh, he was fucking hot. I was like, Dad, that fucking drunk moment. <clears throat> I said, Dad, nobody else. I said, you want to umpire? Nope. nope. I said, well, then. I said, Shut the fuck up. I said, just let him get his job. It's not that big a deal. It's Little League Baseball. Yeah. And we're going to win anyways, so don't. Yeah. But so many people live their rule. There's nothing wrong with living your dream for your kids, but be a part of your kid other than playing that baseball game. I want him to do if 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 Reese does want to do this, I'll support him. If James Reese or Jameson wants to do this, I'll support him in any way that I possibly can, whether it's anything. But you don't want to go to D bats twice a week. <laughs> not not at this age. Not at this age. But if I see that there's potential later on, and he's 13, 14, 15 years old, and you know, it looks like he's got a future beyond high school. I'll support him, however. But yeah, right now, fuck no. But with whatever he I wants. I want it to be fun but at this age. Whatever he wants to do, you'll support. Yes. And that's the way it should be. But you're a good dad because you not only support your kid, you're coaching Little League Baseball, mm-hmm. which I'm proud of you for doing that. 
I did that. I think every dad should be involved with their sons doing stuff like this. We've we've been out of town, so Reese hasn't signed up. So somebody might might have already signed up to coach. So I might 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 have been bumped. Are you doing that on purpose? No, no, no. We just been out of town and um and sent the paperwork in. Right. It came with him on Friday. We were gone Monday and Tuesday, and you're leaving again today. And we're leaving again today. But he uh, but you do other things <clears throat> with your kids. You you play video games with your son. Yeah, whatever they want to do. You play games with them. Yep. Y'all have movie night. You have your boys in, involved in church, which is very important. Mm-hmm. You, y'all are good parents all the way around. Your mom, your your wife does everything at school. Mm-hmm. Your boys leave your house, and if they go to grandparents on either side, they've got grandparents that love them and support them. Yeah. They have a good, wholesome life. Now, Part of me worries about that, though. What? Well. You're worried about your mom? No, no, no. I'm worried about our kids because, let me tell you, there's some savages out there. And I don't know if my boys are ready for that. You mean street smarts? Yeah, like we were at the Great Wolf Lodge is what we did. <laughs> and I mean, fucking hooligans. There's hooligans everywhere. The kids are worse today than they And then, before. you know, here's my kids institutionalized, and he's got his hands behind his... Institutionalized. He is. He's, he's got his hands behind his back. He's waiting in line like a, a good little third grader. He's a good do. citizen. And, you know, there's fucking hooligans running around everywhere cutting, and, you know, and, and my kids are, you know, it's not that, you know, they kind of let one or two get in front of them and then i'm getting pissed off so it's did like did you say anything fucking well yeah so you know but i want them to step up you know what i mean so i don't know if i if maybe in the long run we've done them a disservice by being you think their boys are soft 50 cent said what did he say i'll find it but basically there's nobody at home for me if i'm gonna figure this out it's gonna be on me there's nobody that I can run to. So I got to fix my problem. There's now. a lot of kids like that, too. There's a lot of kids like that. There's more kids like that than there are like your kids, sadly, probably. So, mate, I don't know. I don't know if that's better, though. I don't know. I don't know what's better here. Well, because I do. Are you wanna... looking long term or are you looking short term? Long term. I mean, you got to look long term. The kid that's undisciplined now, if you've got a kid that's 10, 11, 12 years old and he has no discipline in him, it's hard to get that back. Right. It's very, 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 very tough. You can take a six-year-old boy and you can take him out of the worst situation and put him in your house and love him and treat him good and, and you can teach him right for wrong and change him. But a 12, 13-year-old kid's tough to do that with. Yeah. Never, ever. I, I never ran from anything because I never had nobody to go to. I've always had that where I'm going. Home to get me? Ain't nobody there. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like So it's, I've always been in a situation where I'm forced to deal with it myself so, so I never, P- put yourself in that situation if you have a problem do you have someone you can go to yeah and you're 38 years old 37 36 36 years, 36 years old and you still have someone you can count on if you needed something mm-hmm. okay i don't have that no more right but you did for a long time i did and i didn't in the last 20 years i probably haven't had to go to my dad for any you know what i mean right but still there i knew that if i needed something i had somebody in my corner Mm -hmm. uh you get people that don't have anything at a kid you imagine being a six-year-old kid not having somebody like that right you know but my kid's gonna have to compete with those kids like there's a lot of kids that they're gonna have to compete with later in life that if there was a piece of bread on the corner they were fighting for it that that it's a different world. So who's going to win that battle between my kid, who's had a very good life and had structure, and you know? So do you want him to start going that shit now? Uh, maybe he needs to. 
It's tough. That's a tough thing, though. How about when you send your kid off to college? Right. Because when you send him off to college, it's like, listen, or the military. Yeah. Now, when Payne went off the military, he was 20 years old. So I wasn't worried about him. He'd already been to college and worked in the oil field and blah, blah, this and that. So I wasn't worried about poor Payne. I was like, Payne, you get your ass and grow the fuck up and find you a job. (laughs) You know, so I was beyond that. But Reesey boy's got a good heart. He does. When Reesey's 18 years old, and let's say Reese comes to you and says, Dad, I want to be a Marine. Yeah. I think it'd be a great thing. I, I do too, but. You're gonna when he leaves to get on that bus to oh, go to boot yeah, camp, sure. it's gonna break your heart. Fuck that I do everything I could have done. Payne told me when he drove through that gate in, in <laughs> South Carolina, he thought, What the hell did I put myself into? Because I think they had to hold their book bag above their head for like three hours or something. One guy peed in his pants. <laughs> Payne said the guy screaming and cussing at him, he didn't care. He said, <laughs> yeah, right. I've been around the lodge the whole time. It wouldn't hurt my feelings, but he got but well, Payne and, said there was a lot of kids really had a hard time with it. But, well, you just gotta know in that situation that they're just they're, they're seeing who's going to break. They're trying to fuck with you. Of course. But the 18-year-old kid that's a hard kid off the streets that's never had any discipline, that's hard for him because then he has to right. He has to conform to society finally. Yeah. I think every kid in our country should have to go to the military for two years. Every kid should go for two years. I don't oh, give a fuck if you're going to Harvard. I don't care if you're going to Vernon Junior College. I don't care if you're going to work for the state. Whatever it is, I think when you turn when you graduate high school, you should boys and girls should go to should go to the military for two years, two single years would teach you some discipline, and you would learn the word no, because that's mm-hmm. the hard the biggest thing our society deals with <clears throat> now is these kids don't hear no. Mm-hmm. You've got you got a group of kids that hear we can't afford that no we can't afford that blah 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 i was one of those kids mm-hmm. i didn't even ask for shit when i was in much because i knew that we didn't have the money for it you yeah. know i'm not talking about ordering eating something to eat or something i'm just talking about the average i wouldn't go home and say mom i want a new atari right you know can you buy one tomorrow well no we didn't have that kind of money <clears throat> but the kids that don't hear no ever mm-hmm. and those and, and that's not a good thing Mm-mm. or these kids that walk around with a 1200 iphone and a 300 pair of nikes and they live off they they every one of their meals comes off of a government card. Right. These parents aren't teaching these kids anything. No, nothing good in the There's always term. a safety net. You don't worry about it. We got somebody'll take care of it right. or or we're gonna do a GoFundMe. Oh, you need a dress for prom? Okay, let's do a GoFundMe. And I think that's why sports is important. I mean, I'm you know, parents can go too far, but I think that every kid should be in sports because you're gonna learn adversity. You're gonna learn the the Sometimes you just you're you're gonna lose. I mean, that's the bottom line. You're gonna lose. It's no matter if you're the best or whatever, it's gonna happen. There's gonna come a time where it's just not gonna be your day. Sometimes you were prepared and shit just happens. So sports is a good it's a good early lesson for a lot of kids. You know, Kyler Murray never lost in high school. Really? Three years, three state championships. He's made it up for it in uh the pros. And you know, um, Johnny Manziel came out against A&M and the way they did Kyler Murray. How? Uh, he was not happy with the way they – you know, Kyler Murray went to A&M when – I didn't know that. I think Kevin Sumlin was the coach then, and then he left and went to OU. Mm-hmm. But he was uh, he was at – he went to A&M first. Right. I don't think Kyler Murray's a very good pro quarterback. I think he's a very good athlete. There's no is. doubt he's a great athlete. He was drafted, first-round draft pick in both the NFL and MLB. And he comes from great genetics. His dad was a hell of a college quarterback. His uncle played shortstop at UT. I don't think he's ever going to be a great NFL quarterback. But he starts the NFL. There's only 32 jobs. And he's got one of them jobs. He's making $40 million a year. So I'm a fat ass in Knox City. Yeah. So he's got a lot more than I ever had. But he went to A&M. But he never lost in high school. 
Mm-hmm. And sometimes you go somewhere and you compete and you go from being a big stud to nothing. You're just, yeah. you got to learn to, you got to have some self-discipline and you're going to have to have some drive in you. Got to get that dog in you. But, but a lot of these guys have never had any kind of, of what's the word I'm looking for, I guess, any adversity adversity in their whole life. Yeah. They've been they had they their just... ass kissed since they were 13, 14 years old because they could play football or basketball. LeBron James, a guy I'm not a big fan of. No, no doubt one of the greatest athletes in the history of mankind. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. T- arguably, debatably, could be the best basketball player ever, could be third behind Jordan and Kobe, depending on who you're talking to, but one of the greatest basketball players ever, just like Tom Brady is. I mean, it's never going to be debatable he's that good. But he went from high school to pro basketball mm-hmm. and really has never, ever not been great at what he done. Right. There's very few LeBron Jameses well, in the world. There's freaks out there. I was just talking about Reese. No, no, no. But the, the average, average the average kid can learn self discipline, can learn teamwork, can learn just sometimes shit just does not break your way. No, they need that. That's what I'm saying. There's very few LeBron Jameses out there right. that never ever <clears throat> struggled. Mm-hmm. There's more kids that you don't know of. Yeah, but you got to learn. Yeah, and I don't think you can shelter them. I mean, what? Well, but you also. Why, why do you want to expose your kids to all that shit? I, I mean, I, mean, I understand he's gotta, what you're, He's going to have to compete with them at some point. Competing and being... He's, such, he's a good kid. He's a good kid. He read scripture to us on Christmas. Well, I understand Those that, kids are but, very rare to come by. He's a treasure. Well, he is. Jameson's not going to be like that. Probably not. But Jameson's got a really good heart, too. He does, but he's got a lot of dog in him. Yeah. A lot more dog. That's that second kid. There's a lot to that. Yeah. Um, but... He, he he's gonna be good. He, you can't make you you can't want your kid to be rotten just because he's gonna be around some other rotten apples in life. There's nothing wrong with him I don't with be preparing rotten. him for. You know, I I think jujitsu is a good thing for kids. We're gonna the, do that for sure. The problem I worry about though is not some motherfucker wanting to fight him. It's somebody wanting to shoot him. Well, I mean, he he's got to he's he's got to at least have the tools when he goes out there. Let's let's say Reese goes to Liberty University. Don't know where it is, but let's say he's there. It's a Christian school in Tennessee. Okay. He's in Tennessee now. Okay. So he's going, I think it's in Tennessee. Anyways, it's somewhere in the Southeast. He goes to school there and he's around other Christians. It's a Christian school. So he's going to be around a lot of kids his age. Goes to parties, does all that thing. They, they freaking read the Bible instead of doing beer shots, whatever they do at Liberty University. Mm-hmm. Well, that setting, he probably is going to fit right in. Right. But let's say he goes to school at Boston College or Harvard or Texas or Texas Tech. Well, if you go to Texas Tech, you went to Texas Tech, mm-hmm. you better have some street smarts because there's going to be some shit going on. You're going to be at parties. Yeah. There's going to be some guy snorting methamphetamines off some chick's ass while you're there. With fentanyl in it now. Yeah. You just got to prepare. You got to be honest with your kids, too. Just let them know what's out there at, at the right age. I'm not going to go sit, sit Reese down and tell them about everything at nine years old, but there's going to come a time where we got to have a conversation. Ooh, I did not look forward to that. Why? I just, I, I just, I, I love the innocence well, of these kids when they believe in sand. I know, no, it is. There's no doubt. Time's the biggest robber that there is. Um, I heard something interesting about Santa Claus. You know who made Santa Claus? I think it was the Germans, wasn't it? Coca Cola. No, Sunbloom. Coca Cola. What do you mean they made Santa Claus? Santa Claus was way before they did it. You don't think that somebody just drew up a cartoon that Sunbloom guy and said, "Hey, because Sunbloom's what you're talking about, right?" I guess whoever's that's the on Coca Cola. That's the iconic Santa. It's a painting. So the same old Santa you see everywhere is Sun Bloom. Coke ran into a problem, 
Everybody drank it, and the Coke was a summertime drink. Everybody drank it during the summertime, spring, a little bit in the fall, hardly ever in the wintertime. I did not know that. So Coke said, how do we get more people to drink Coca-Cola during the wintertime? Santa Claus. Have it be Santa Claus's favorite drink. He's riding the sleigh around the world, just pounding Coca-Cola. Rosy red cheeks to go along with the uh, colors of Coca-Cola. So what did people drink in the winter a long time ago? Just coffee and tea? I, I guess. They wouldn't drink Coca- no sodas. Huh. It's interesting. So you can thank Coca-Cola for Santa Claus. Because Chris Kringle... Whoa, whoa, they kind whoa, 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 hold on. They morph no. a bunch of things. So what Chris you can Cr- do is you can thank Santa Claus for making people buy Cokes in the wintertime. I don't think you can make make Santa, Santa Claus because of Coca-Cola. A long so time ago, Christmas was not celebrated like it is today. Easter was. Christmas was not the big Christian holiday. It was Easter. What year are we talking about now? I don't know. Well, let's go. Give me a year if you're going to talk this. In 1930s. Or 40s. I disagree. 30s or 40s. I don't know what it was. I, didn't, I disagree I didn't, with I didn't, this. I didn't read. Whenever they put Santa Claus. Have you seen Claus, Christmas Story? Whenever they put Santa Claus, it was always, Easter was the big Christian holiday that people celebrated. I'm not disagreeing with you on that. It didn't ever happen everybody's born. That's nothing, that's nothing to be go gaga over. Not everybody gets killed and comes back three days Look later. Look up and see when Santa Claus become. I'm about to. I, I'm, I'm going to say it was 1935. Oh, let's see. 31. Pretty close. 31. So. Say right there. There was even a scarier clause, but in 1931, Coca-Cola commissioned. What's that guy's name? Hayden Sunbloom. Sunbloom. See, I told you. To paint uh, for Santa every time. We used to have a rug like that in our house with the same Santa. Um, But Chris Kringle was a thief, and he was also a chimney sweep. So he would come in from the chimney, rob your house, go back out the chimney, Chimney was clean, but you wouldn't have shit left in the I house. I did not know that. So Chris King, Chris Kringle was a chimney sweep and a thief. And a thief. Did he dress up like Santa? Uh, fuck, I don't know. Maybe I can so look him up. Did that, is it, where did we come up with Chris Kringle as Santa Claus in? Uh, we morphed a whole bunch of shit. Chris Kringle history. Maybe we can look that up. Dutch settlers in the 17th century, the traditional slowly evolved into using this name Santa Claus or Chris Kingle. Those stories and songs, these immigrants produced a figure of a kindly old man who bring gifts to children on Christmas Eve. It was anything about him being no thief. How do you spell thief? I think that's backwards. Chris Kringle was a car thief by Wesley Willis. Well, I don't think a, that's the same that's deal. That's a song. Secret Santa stealing game. <laughs> I think you're barking up the... Chris Kringle's mm. a t- car thief steal. Chris Kringle's All a car thief. All I'm getting thief. is this song. <laughs> I don't need this song. Look up the history of Chris Kringle. That would probably be better. Hang on. It delves into the hidden side of Santa Claus. The story behind Chris Kringle was a car thief. Was stolen out of possession. I think you better go up and put the history of Chris Kringle. I had a guy hunt with me years ago when he was a professor at TCU and he wrote a book called The History of Santa Claus. Really? Yes, and I wish I could find it. I've tried to look it up. That'd be interesting. He hunted with me. Jim Kern, Emu, brung him and 
Oh, I don't know if Bobby Witt and Gino, a couple of the old Ranger players were here then too. Mm, where it, it said you need song, to get off of that. I know, but this thing said that it delves into the hidden side of Santa Claus, and that's what I'm looking for here in, in here, and I'm not finding it. Uh, anyway, could have just been bullshit I saw on TikTok. You know, the real story behind Santa Claus. Uh, CNN, so it's going to be very liberal. Was originally created to keep adults, not children, off the naughty list. Crashing codger, being crafty codgers. We duck Santa surveillance. Let's keep scrolling down and see what we see. Hmm. Was it mom telling me about the the fruit at Christmas or was it Jesse? Jesse. So Jesse's grandma said that they always got fruit for Christmas because wasn't in season. You couldn't buy it. <clears throat> I wish I could go back in time to about when I was eight years old and, and go back to my house at Christmas time. Just just one time, just to see it and to look and to notice the differences between then and now. Right. I just, that would really be an enjoy. I would, you know, so many things, of course, you know, you can't do that shit, but just to be neat to go back. I love just, that's why I like watching movies made in the seventies. Cause it reminds me of being a kid. So many different things. Right. Anyway, I can't find it. Anyways, back to back to is that fifty cent? Is that that's name? fifty? I was gonna try to find the TikTok video that way you could realize that I'm not full of shit. Somebody else, a a, a very smart Jewish sounding guy, is the one that said it. But that makes a lot of sense though that they have nowhere to go home to. That's oh, yeah. why gangs are so prevalent in some of them big cities because it's the only place that they get any kind of attention and being part of something. Well, no, it's the only place that they have a father figure. It's the only place Chitty where fathers. They, well, it's the only. Better than no father. But it's a male. That's what I'm saying. It's a, But they feel like they're part of something and they're part of a family. Even though if you're slinging coke or having to kill somebody to be a part of it, they feel like they're part of it and they, somebody's got their back. I don't understand the single mom that's a shitty mom. I'm not talking about a single mom that has to work and is gone a lot because she's trying to do better. For, but the single mom that don't give two shits. You see her about that? Some woman the other day went to Vegas or something with her boyfriend and left her three kids at the house and fucking no food and shit. How do you do shit like that? Yeah. And how does a man take some woman? Can you imagine dating some chick like that? Mm-hmm. Who are you dating? Oh, Sally down there. Oh, she got three kids. She never sees them. Goes out every night, going to bars, blah, blah, blah. Why would you get involved with something like that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't give a fuck if she looked like Britney Spears when Britney was 22. It's stupid. Coca-Cola was doing the math on its sales. This is the guy. I believe by that point it had already abandoned the cocaine content. It was just cola at that point. But once you name something cocaine cola, how do you ever walk back from that? You know what I mean? It's too good of a name. He sounds Jewish, doesn't he? So yes. They noticed. So maybe he's already pissed. People bought Coca-Cola in the summer. He's Russian, though. A little though. bit in the fall, a little maybe. bit in the spring, not in the winter. Could be a Russian people Jew. People think of it as a winter drink. So the Coca-Cola advertisers were like, "Well, wouldn't it be great?" if we could somehow trick people or convince people or talk people or coax or whatever, brainwash people into drinking Coca-Cola in the winter too. So here's what Coca-Cola advertisers came up with. They thought, what if we somehow worked Coca-Cola into Christmas? Now, I know what you're thinking, Christmas is such a big deal. 
Not back then. Back then, Easter was the big deal. Christmas was important. People would go do mass to commemorate Christ's birth, but everybody's bored. The real interesting thing is to be killed, executed, and then come back two days You've later. got a good point there. That's, that's fascinating, which is why people had focused on Easter. So what the Coca-Cola advertisers did was they found a saint who was about to be decanonized, Santa Claus. The Catholic Church was like, he hasn't performed a miracle in a while. Let's unemploy him. They grabbed him. They merged him with the story of Saint Nick, and then... They got a, they got, somebody got inspired. And the inspiration was to merge him with Chris Kringle. Chris Kringle was a Danish thief whose job in the day was a chimney sweep. He could pop his shoulders out and he could fit down a chimney. He would rob your house and then work his way back up, but you'd have a clean chimney. And they merged this together but they then took St. Nicholas out of, he was usually portrayed as a young man and skinny young man in green and brown clothing. They stuck him in Coca-Cola colors, red and white. They even decided to give him some pink in his skin to keep the Coca-Cola colors going. So they made him an old man so he could have white hair. And then they stuck him on the bottom. That's why Periodically, you'll see Santa Claus on a Coca-Cola bottle, or a Coca-Cola can, around Christmas time, because they made him up, and they transformed Christmas. So instead of Christmas being an important event, but not an especially emotional event, an especially involved event necessarily. <laughs> I mean, there were nice traditions around it, stockings, and maybe a Christmas tree. They turned it into this thing where all of a sudden this mythical being who drinks a lot of Coca-Cola is bringing you presents. I guess that's how he stays. But it also so, transformed you know, Kwanzaa, so other religions, because too, because other religions saw Christmas and they were like, shit, we got to jump on this bandwagon. So what was Santa Claus looking like before 1931? I don't know. What was it characterized as? I don't know. Because... Sunblom had to have an idea from that from something. They made it up. So Santa Oh, it was he said it was Saint Nick. What was Saint Nick look like? He had a beard and stuff though. Right there, Saint Nick. Okay. Okay. Went too far. I've got I've got it now. But so he wore it said he wore right here. Red and white. Young man and no, he wore brown and green. And green and brown clothing. I thought that was Chris Kringle. That's Saint Nick. Okay. Red and white. They even decided to give that's very that's a very interesting I'd never have But maybe this guy's full of shit too though. So you know, I, who knows? Maybe I, this is AI and it's if, not even a real thing. If this is true, and I'm not denying that it's not true because it probably a lot of truth to this, because most stuff does have some truth to it, has to be the biggest marketing bill ever. Thank Coca Cola. Coca Cola had done the stupidest marketing thing ever, and now they did the best marketing thing ever. Do you know what the stupidest thing they ever did was? Coke 2? Yes. Yeah. They took the number one selling soda in the world. Mm -hmm. There was a conic and everybody liked and did it. And some dumbass sitting at a deal says, I got this great idea. Make Coke too. We're going to make Coke, get rid of the old stuff and get new stuff. Did they totally get rid of the old stuff? Or you yes. Oh, they went balls deep, huh? They went, yeah. Oof. Coke. 
The new clo the new Coke, the new, new Coke. Coke. And it tastes yeah. like shit. I never had new Coke. And you see you could still buy it. I don't know. Because then then after three to six months, I went to school with a girl that was a Coke fiend, I guess, because she wanted us to sign this. I mean, I mean, I was a senior in high school or junior. It was my junior senior years when this happened, and they signed a petition to bring back the old Coke. I remember that. And no, you don't. You no, I don't. Even I remember hearing about. Okay, it. I was like, you, yeah, did, no, you weren't even bored. So, right. anyways, I remember signing this damn thing. You I didn't like think this much of it. Anything with my hips? I don't okay. to do that. And then what? What? What happened is they they come back and bring back Coke Classic. Right. So you could either buy the regular Coke, the new Coke, or you could buy Coke Classic. Well, I think that's I, still what it is, isn't it? If you look close, doesn't it say Coke Classic on it today? Probably so, but I don't I don't think they sell any of the right new Coke. They may, I don't know, but who comes up with something stupid like that? That would be like Kentucky Fried Chicken doing away with fucking fried chicken. Mm-hmm. You know? Or go to McDonald's and we don't do hamburgers no more. Now we're all going to do all tofu burgers. Mm-hmm. Not because the woke generation tells you you need to be eating a third world fucking piece of meat. I was going to see what Santa Claus was before Sunbloom. Yeah, I, I'm curious about that. What is it? Sun? Sunbloom. S U N D B L O M. Santa was depicted as everything from a tall, gaunt man to a spooky-looking elf. That's very interesting. So Sunbloom changed the whole deal. I just thought he had the most famous Santa Claus, the iconic one that everybody loved. I did not realize that. That's that's really interesting. Maybe we can. Maybe this will have some pictures. See, even there, it kind of had. So I could see where Sunbloom would get the. But he was wearing green and brown. Yeah, that part I understand that he changed to red and white. But I can. There's St. Nick, the original, and that was in 1924. Uh, 17th century, he's right there. So, I mean, yeah, you know, it's not that far of a stretch. It's a very interesting, very, very interesting story that I've never heard of. Now that I hear this, I will hear this story 10 times in the next year. Right, so there's 1864, there's a Santa Claus Looks green, but still had a beard. And a, and a sack. And then there's a Santa Claus that looks kind of like the Santa we're talking about now to a degree. And that was in. So there, you know, we're getting closer. And then there he is. So he's there even. He was re- wearing red and white right there. In the 1900s. 1902. Some bloom just kind of classed it up and Tweaked made it. it. Yeah. Well, there's an go up Japanese. 1918, oop, 1918. He's kind of got that traditional look. Okay, that that's a very that was a very interesting deal though. It was a good history lesson. You're welcome. Every once in a while, I come off the top rope. What'd you think about Illinois taking Trump off the ballot? Did you see that? Did they? Yep, took him off the ballot yesterday. Just for the primaries? They said they're going to take him off all ballots, but she ain't going to Illinois anyways. Fucking liberal fucking state. I feel sorry for the people in Illinois. One guy told me, I talked to, I met a police officer while we were in, where did we just go to? Turkey. And he's a podcast guy and he's going to listen to this. I'm trying to have him on. He's going to talk to his superior, see if he can be on here. There's a cop outside of Chicago and said he lives in the first county south of Chicago that's a red, a red county. Mm-hmm. 
And he said, I laugh my ass off every time I see them buses full of illegals going into Chicago. Going north. Cracks me up. He's like, hell yeah, way to go, Texas. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, they took him off the deal there for breaking for something he never been arrested for. This Trump stuff is such bullshit that the 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 fine in New York for breaking the law, and he didn't even break a law. There's there's not one victim. It's a victimless crime. Name another victimless crime. Can you think of a victimless crime? What are we talking about here? They're saying that he 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 did not. First of all, one judge says Mar-a-Lago is only worth $18 million. I don't have no money. I can come up with $18 million in 30 minutes to buy that place if he wants to sell it. Right. It's it's so undervalued at $18 million. They said he undervalued his property or overvalued property to borrow money from a bank. The bank does not loan you money unless they do their background check. Right. The bank was happy. He paid off his note. They were happy. He's happy. But then the attorney general says, oh, no, 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 no. That's fraudulent. He claimed it. They fined him $350 million for this shit. Yeah. But he said they said he's going to get it all back because he's about to. He hasn't is he paid him sell, yet. Is is he about to sell um, Truth? Because they valued that at like something in the billions. It don't matter though. It's still his money. He shouldn't have to pay a <coughs> fine. It's the stupidest shit ever. He had to put up a hundred million dollars yesterday. I think. Really. But it's, it's it's but there's it's a victimless crime. There's no nobody was hurt by this. The people he borrowed money from is a bank. He paid them back in full plus their interest. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no, there's nobody's hurt by this. Yeah. The banks, big people, they borrowed, they loaned him the money knowing damn well what it was worth and valued at. I wouldn't do business in, in New York state if you paid me right now. But you don't think that he could have gotten a banker that he liked and like, Hey, if a bank this is what it's going to be, he paid the note off. I understand that. I understand that. The guy, the, I saw a guy on TV that's a big real estate, one of the shark tank guys, the yes. bald headed guy. Yeah. He said, it's bullshit. He goes, every said person does that. What every real estate developer does. Every one of them does. He goes, right. you going to arrest every one of them for that stuff? No, they only want to go out for one guy because it's a, polit- a political deal. Right. Like Trump said the other day, he goes, if I wasn't for running for president, they wouldn't even be jacking with me. Right. It's all about politics. They can't beat him, so they're going to try to make him force him off the ballot. Now Illinois comes in and does this. Again, he hadn't got convicted of one thing on January 6th. Mm-hmm. Not one thing. If you want to arrest somebody, arrest Nancy Pelosi. Mm-hmm. She was in charge of all that shit. She knew what was going on. They had a film crew there. It's all staged. Everyone knows all this shit was. Yeah. You know, I saw where Texas is building their own border wall now. Really? Yeah. We have to. I have people, every time I go somewhere, people are like, is this bad on the borders we hear? No, it's worse. Mm-hmm. It's a shithole down there. Where are they going to get the funds? Texas has a lot of money. Well, I agree with that. We're but... like in the, we're like in the blue, in the billions. Hmm. Lots of money. We could sell some of our gold. Gold's up over two thousand dollars an ounce. I don't have gold. I have silver. I said they can sell some. Oh, gold. oh. We have a lot of gold. Well, I, when you said we, I thought you meant. No, I meant we as Texans. Right. Thank God we're Texans. But where did we get the gold from? I, I don't know. I didn't look it up and see. I think Texas is the biggest gold uh, holder outside of the federal government. Hmm. Also had read before that it was in a vault somewhere and under one of the world trade centers. Oh, (laughs) so who knows? You know, that's an interesting thing. You know, if we print money, we go to jail, you and me counterfeit can't Mm. do that. No matter if you can't pay your bills or whatever, you know, if you need a little bit more money, but you're saying it's okay for the federal government, federal government, they fucking print all they want to pay their shit. I used to get that in town when I was mayor all the time. It's like, well, can we, can we, can we put this in or do that? We don't have the funds for it. Well, why not? Right. Well, because we can't print money like the federal government does. Right. And also, they got this really weird deal that as a city, if you don't have a balanced budget, mm-hmm. 
you, you can go to jail for that shit. But our federal government don't have that rule. Mm-mm. So the city, it cannot adopt a, a deficit, a negative deficit budget? Well, you could if you had to, but you're not supposed to. No, you have to save within your budget. And you have to turn it in every year. Well, I understand that, but I didn't know if you could run on a deficit. Who's going to pay for it? You could do a bond, though, couldn't you? You can. We had a guy. But bitch. your taxes go up. Yeah, we had a guy bitch one time at us because I made a comment. We had a, a we had a city meeting, like a chamber banquet or something. And I was speaking, and I said, if the city, I said, if our federal government was ran the way our city is by our city administrator, which was Barbara or Sam at the time, I said we would be better off as a nation because we stay within our budget. It's kind of, oh, can't, why can't we? We got all this damn money more than the federal government. Why can't we fix the streets? Because we can't print money like the federal government. <laughs> right. If you think the federal government's got a lot of money, you're crazy. Yeah. Federal government's just got a big credit card. Mm-hmm. And it's tax season, too. I'm so tired. I w- we are going to get to a point. If, if Well, if we don't have... This November is the most... Every election is the most critical election in your lifetime. In my lifetime, this is the most critical. It certainly feels that way. Because if we lo- if, if, the, if the Democrats find a way to cheat enough to win this thing... The United States of America will not be what it is now. And it's already going. Look at how bad it's gotten in the last three years. We are living in Obama's third term. He hates America, and it's showing day in and day out how bad it is. But a loaf of bread will be 10, 12 bucks if, if he gets real. I mean, it's if Joe Biden gets, if you vote for Joe Biden, you're a fucking idiot. That's all I can say. If your mom votes for Joe Biden, she's an idiot. There's just no way that anything in this country is good with him right now. We've got to get control. People need to quit paying taxes. Right. Pay your county taxes. Pay your local and your state taxes. I wouldn't send the federal government a fucking dime no more. I saw this video of Biden earlier today, and this must have been 2008, 2012. It is a stark difference in this man and the guy that we have now. Yeah, because that man could I think he hated. You, Barack Obama ain't taking my shotguns, so don't buy that malarkey. Don't buy that malarkey. They're going to they're gonna start peddling that to you. I got two. If he tries to fool with my Beretta, he's got a problem. I like that little over and under. You know, I'm not bad with it. But I mean, you know, being you take a, you take out whatever he said. You look at the way that he said it, and the energy that he had, and the fire that he had. And I mean, he was he was my age then, though. <laughs> no, how old is he now? Seventy? Is he seventy-eight? I'm, I'm, I turned fifty-six today. Right. That was in 2008. That was 15 Maybe. years ago. How old is he? I would be 71 in 15 years. So, so he's five still, years older so, than you. Yeah, roughly. yeah. But, but still, in five years, you'd think you have the faculties to act that way. Right. He, that's, I tell people that all the time about Joe Biden. I don't like Joe Biden, but the Joe Biden you're seeing right now as president 81. He's 81. is not the Joe Biden that was a politician for all them years. Right. As big a piece of shit as he was on some of the things he did, right. he had some fire and he wasn't a dumb man. Right. The guy you got now is like dealing with my fucking grandpa with dementia at 97 years old. But, I mean, I saw that video. And I I never knew Joe Biden before Obama. And that even when Obama was, in pres- was president, I was in college, and I wasn't really paying attention. So I never – you never hear from the VP ever. And, you know, even when you're a college kid, you don't, you don't give a fuck. That but, guy right- so I never heard Joe Biden speak until he became – until the debates with Trump and the last three years. That was in 08. Right. The, Joe Biden in 2008 would not have an open border. 
No. Joe Biden in 2008 wouldn't be doing all this gun shit. Right. Joe Biden in 2008 would not be for all this woke political bullshit. But the Democratic Party knows that's the only way they can stay in control. So they cower down to all this shit. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's that's the part of playing politics is fucking WWE wrestling is all it is. Well, I saw the one clip of Clinton, I guess, talking about securing the border. And they said Trump needs to just put this out there and at the very end say, I'm Donald Trump and I approve this message. That'd be a very good campaign deal. Because he's talking about, you know, to preserve, preserve America, our way of life and, you know, make sure that our kids have opportunities. Like, we've got to close the border down. Control drugs coming across. We have to shut the border down. So they said, just run that. And at the very end, just say, I'm Donald Trump and I approve this message. One of the- it, it was interesting to see Joe Biden from 15 years ago. Compared, like now, like you watch him in a press conference and you're just like, what the fuck? Well, he don't know. He's not even there. He's an empty suit. That yeah. might, I don't even know if that's the same Joe Biden that was there in 2008. That might be some fucking actor. Right. The guy is out of it. Mm. And we have been over and let him. But the Democratic Party owns the media. Every bit of it. I don't give a shit. If you look at the president of NBC, CBS, ABC, Fox, all them, their kids or somebody work for a politician in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. They're all bought and paid for by the same actors all the time. We and people tell me that all the time they're like, "Oh, Joe Biden," and I, I'm like, "That son of a bitch ain't making no choice." Mm-hmm. That's why I told him, "Let him. I want him to run for president. Don't don't impeach him, because yeah. then you're going to get some young radical like Gavin Newsom, who for some reason Gavin Newsom thinks he's done a wonderful job in California. It's a shit show. If Cal if California was a business, they would fire <laughs> him as CEO, mm-hmm. would they not? Yeah. I mean, he's they're bleeding money. Everybody wants to get out. The product they have in California is terrible now, other than the weather. Yeah. That's terrible. But we've let these young, woke fuckers run the Democratic Party. Before the Democratic Party kind of used to keep them to the side. They were liberals, but they kept the liberals off to the side. Like like crazy Bernie Sanders was just that fucking idiot from New Hampshire right. or Vermont or wherever he's from. I think it's Vermont. And they would just kind of keep him pushed off the side. Well, then all of a sudden, he, was, he probably would have been the presidential candidate against Trump last election if the DNC and the deep state wouldn't win in there and made everybody leave. Right. Wouldn't you like to know what old judge got for walking away? Yeah. Did Biden run in 16? No. He he sat that one out? They were going to give that to Hillary. That well, was Hillary's election. Right. They didn't expect Trump to win. They didn't cheat. They didn't think they had to cheat. Right. Yeah. And now they're going to have to really cheat to win this election beyond what they cheated last time. Because they're really, because a lot of their blue states are turning purple and red pretty fast. Keep if, them off the ballot, I guess. That, that's one way, because Illinois is one of those places. Those people knew in Chicago, the inner, the black people in inner city of Chicago, they've had enough of this shit. Mm-hmm. They're getting sick of Rodrigo coming in from Honduras, getting all their money in their community centers. I guess what it's going to come down to is what Michigan, Georgia, Florida, Pennsylvania do. I don't think any of those states Ohio. in a fair election is even close. I think well, Trump I don't wins. Either, but Trump got a big check from the Teamsters. No, but what I'm saying is going to depend on what they do as a state if they let him oh, on the ballot. Yeah, they want to kick November. him off. Yes, there's no doubt about that. So just because Illinois does, that's not a big deal because Trump's not going to win that anyway. No. That's, but that's, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Florida, Ohio. Right now he's kicked off of Maine. Not going to win it. Well, you, I don't know. Maine's got this fucked up electoral college though, where you get a little point. You get one point maybe out of it because right. it's got a jacked up deal. Maine, Illinois, and there's one other state like Oregon or something that he ain't gonna fucking win. They're too busy injecting themselves with semen and fucking methamphetamines, I guess. But it, it, it it's 
in our world, you grow up your whole life knowing that America is about uh, you're, you're innocent until proven guilty. You're going to get a speedy and fair and partial trial. And then we see what they do to a guy that's the most powerful man in the world. And you realize how ill they could do shit. To, can you imagine what they do to us if they want to? Oh, yeah. Uh, Colorado, fuck. Illinois, and Maine. It's not going to let us look at it. It's uh, what it was. It was Colorado, Illinois, and Maine. I think Colorado got reversed or is about to be reversed because he could win Colorado. Right. You know? Yeah, I was hoping there was a list of states that were keeping them off. And, you know, Colorado's got one of the – Denver's one of the fastest-growing communities in the United States. Yeah. I don't know why anybody wants to live in Denver. I could understand wanting to live in the mountains west of Denver – but fucking Denver is not the prettiest place in the world. But is so this right here is the Supreme Court gonna they're hearing null all this? Well, they're gonna hear the uh they're gonna hear something about him next week. Supreme Court signals unlikely to let Colorado kick Trump off. Yeah, if, I don't if think that happens. Be able to. But if that happens in Colorado, how's Illinois or they any won't other be able state to. gonna be able to? It's a federal election. Right. I think what's funny is Nevada took him off the ballot mm -hmm. on their primary. And Haley still lost. And he, she still lost. She's she is a fucking sellout to country. She's like George W. Bush. She will go down as one of the most despised people in this country when this is all said and done. So my question is, can you kick him off of the primaries because that ran at the state level? Even I'm, though I'm it's gearing this, up for a federal I think election? This, I think the state, yes, I think there's some of that could be done. But they're just people writing in shit. He's gonna win the nomination anyways. It don't matter what happens in Illinois. He's so no, far no, no, ahead no. right now in the right. primaries. What's really funny is when the Democrats come out and Trump or Biden won another state, he's five and zero. Oh. There's nobody else on the fucking ballot. He gets yeah. one vote, he's going to win. How does how does it? I don't remember from 2016 or whatever. the The delegates go and they vote for who they want. The delegates from each state will go to a convention, right? Tony, I wish he was here because he actually really like, under knows all this. In July or sometime in, in July the summer, and August, they'll have a convention, the Republican National Convention. And they'll have get there, and the delegates will get up there, and they'll say, "I'm from the great state of Louisiana, right. and we are putting our ballot or our delegates with Donald J. Trump." So, if South Carolina had gone to Haley, the then delegates from South Carolina would say, come up "We're and going say, Haley. We're going to go Haley." Where well, they can switch and go to someone else. When they usually all switch to the whoever wins the oh, is usually how it works. Um. They can, then they can have a convention of states even where all the states get together and can change the whole voting process. And I don't know how that goes either. The state of Nevada had more write-ins. This is one of the funny things. If this was a true litmus test and it was true analytics and you were going to use true numbers, we would have never had Joe Biden as president anyways because he wouldn't have gotten 100% of the mail-in ballots and he wouldn't have gotten – he wouldn't have won where the, the down – ballot people all won as Republicans and then he won as president. That shit wouldn't have happened. Those people, you can't tell me there's that many people in Arizona that wanted to elect a Republican lieutenant governor, but they wanted to have right. Biden as president. So if you look at the numbers right now on all the, as a litmus on this, you'll see that Biden's numbers are way down on people that are coming out to vote. And there's, and it's a primary election. Nobody really gives two shits. Trump's getting a whole lot more votes. A lot of the votes that are going to Nikki Haley are Democrats that are actually just voting for. Because right. I vote, I was going to vote for uh, Barack Obama the first time he ran against Hillary. I voted for Bernie Sanders. Instead of Hillary? In 2020. Same type deal to try to right. dissuade the deal. Which I don't know if that's legal. Somebody was saying that's not legal. You can in a probably but you only vote one way. You can only vote Republican or Democrat. You can't vote right. both sides. 
Well, I don't it's know. only it's only illegal if a Republican does it. What do you mean? Well, if we do something wrong, it's illegal. But if Democrats have twenty dead people vote, it's legal. No, but I heard somebody say that it was illegal. But I'm not. A, I don't think I'm a registered Republican. I'm not. So I mean, like if if Kennedy was on the Democratic ballot and I wanted to vote for him, I mean, yeah. I, I don't see what would be illegal about that in the primary. You could vote independent. No, I know that, but I'm just saying I was using like in 2020 I voted for Bernie. On the in the on the when Texas had the their 2020 yeah when it was him and Hillary I voted for Bernie, try to get Bernie in there. No, in 2020 it would have been him and Biden. 20, 2016 it was Bernie or Hillary. Okay. And Bernie was getting a lot of traction. Well, no, because I voted for Trump in the 2016 primary because Trump was still going on with Cruz. When did I vote for Bernie? Maybe 2020 then. When it, was, when it was him or yeah, Biden. Yeah, 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 when it was him and Biden. But he'd already dropped out of the race by then. Because when Super Tuesday came, everybody bailed out so he could get this nomination. They I went, know I voted for Democrat. I know I voted for, on the Democratic ballot because when I said it, the ladies looked at me like, what? What are you doing? We, we were somewhere. And I listened to the Democratic debate while we were driving one night. And I think we were in Florida or somewhere. And I was listening to it. And, and they were mopping the floor with Biden. Biden mm. was not even someone. I thought it was going to be gay Pete. <clears throat> yeah. I really did. I thought gay Pete's going to end up coming out and stealing this deal that he's going to get beat. And I figured, I told Michelle, I said, the Democrats have already given up this. They know they can't beat Trump anyways. Yeah. Well, they, they got all these guys. just They all just mysteriously drop out one day. That's what I'm saying. Bernie Sanders is a nutless fucker. Yeah. He had a really good chance to be the Democratic nominee. They just couldn't cheat enough to help him become the president. Maybe he didn't really want it. You ever think of that? Maybe he just maybe that was just like lip service. Why would he run against Hillary like he did though? I don't know. You know when I knew he had no balls is when they come up and asked about the emails. He goes, I don't want to talk about the emails and shit. You're running against her for president. You should be fucking slandering her on everything. But that's that she's what I mean. Maybe he crooked. didn't really want it. Maybe he maybe he just was always kind of this fringe guy that was gonna say all these crazy things and kind of rally the twenty three year old, you know, kid that's living in his parents' basement or, you know, college kid or whatever. And maybe when he saw his numbers going up, he was like, fuck this. I don't, I, this is way above my pay grade. I, there was a lady in town. Yeah, like you said, it's WWE. Yeah. There was a, there was a lady in town that worked at the grocery store and she was a big Democrat. So me and her used to have conversations and it never turned out really nice. And so when Hillary was getting started, Bernie was really starting to make his move. Cause she was all about Hillary. Oh, good with her. Blah, blah. I said, well, what about if it's Bernie that's the candidate? Are you going to vote for Bernie? Love old Bernie here. I said, hmm. how can you love two people that are completely different things? I said, so basically, you just want to vote Democrat because your grandparents were a Democrat. Right. And that's all it was. It wasn't about smarts. I'm telling you right now, if Donald Trump, if Nikki Haley is the Republican candidate, I won't vote. I'm not voting for her. I'll vote, but it'll be for Kennedy. I'm, I'm not going to vote for her. No. I have no use to vote for her ass. There's nothing she did. If Kennedy was on the ballot as a Republican, I would vote for Kennedy. But I'm not... I think voting for Nikki Haley. I would vote for Ted Cruz. I like what Ted Cruz stands for. If Jeb Bush was running, no. Jeb Bush <clears throat> defended Donald Trump the other day, too. Good for him. He come out and said, he goes, this is complete bullshit what's going on in New York. Right. And he goes, here's a man that I have no respect for. <laughs> he didn't say anything nice about Trump. <laughs> Still holding that But he one. said, you know. It's bullshit. Yeah. Well, I think what was supposed to happen, I think he was supposed to lose in 2016, and then they was going to let Jeb Bush be president in 2020. Uh, I think they had it all scripted out, and Trump <clears> threw all, blew that all up by the water. WWE. Did you see where Vince McMahon, I guess Vince McMahon's in a shitload of trouble. Over sexual assault mm -hmm. or sex trafficking? Both, I think. I don't, 
I don't understand all the sex trafficking. I don't get it either. But he stepped down. I, did, I saw that. But hell, he's fucking seventy something years old. Fuck, I think he's old. I think he's in his eighties also. Oh, really? But I don't. Where, where all this sex trafficking come from? All of a sudden, right? And has it been around and we just didn't know it? I mean, I understand seventy eight. I understand how a man can be attracted to an eighteen to twenty five year old woman. I get that. But how do you get attracted to a twelve year old girl? Right. And I and I, I don't and it's all these big powerful men and I don't and women and stuff and I just I don't I don't see that. Mm. And to be as much trafficking as they say that's going around. Right. I, w- I wonder if they're looking into him. I wonder if they're looking into him because he's close to Trump. Or, no, I don't know if he's close to Trump, but, you know, they had that little bit for a while. Oh, there's no doubt that that, that they're all. So he's a guy that's close to this other guy. So it's like, hey, we got to look into this. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, it doesn't make sense. <clears throat> None of it does. McMahon agreed to pay out over $12 million to four women in the last 16 years to suppress allegations of sexual misconduct and infidelity. The SEC and federal prosecutors launched investigation into his use of company funds to make the payments, and the WWE would be forced to update its earnings statements once it discovered McMahon's hush money payments actually totaled somewhere near $19 million. Is it a publicly traded company? I believe so. Okay. What I don't understand, or what I understand is, and I got no problem with that, what I do have a problem with is, is the fucking hypocrites in Congress who've yeah. got a slush fund of our money mm-hmm. that they've paid off all the shit they've done. Right. How come the big people that's doing all this reporting here don't check into that? Yeah. I mean, we don't have any journalists. If you come up to me right now and you said, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm a reporter for ABC News. I thought, oh, you're a fucking schmuck. <laughs> You know, there's no, I don't give a shit if you're Walter Cronkite. I have no respect for you because you don't do your job. So I think this is another, I don't think this has anything to do with the uh, sex trafficking, if that's what it was. But I'm pretty sure it was sex trafficking. Well, I thought that I had read sex trafficking, but it sounded to me like it's more just sexual. Oh, now. No, it says he's under investigation, federal investigation surrounding sex trafficking allegations. What exactly is sex trafficking? Because that is such a broad term these days. I have no idea. I used to think it was you load kids up in the back of an 18 wheeler and you take them somewhere like on Taken and then they're sex workers for the rest of their day. Anymore, I don't know. Uh, The revelations come after former employee sued McMahon last week, alleging she was a victim of sexual assault and trafficking at WWE. And after his exit from its parent company, TKO. How, how was she trafficked? Maybe going across state lines and having sex. I don't know. I don't know what sex trafficking is. Okay. When did this happen? This is another issue I have. If you're a woman and you want to say that one of these wealthy old men fucking touched your titty or did something to you in 1997, I ain't got no use for that shit. Why didn't you come out in 1997 and say something? Yeah. You know? It's 2023 now, and you're going to do something that happened to you 26 years ago, you know, and 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 the whole thing, a lot of like this stuff with Kavanaugh, all that shit he went through, he didn't even do anything wrong. And Trump's lawsuit with that lady that said he raped her, but she couldn't remember where it was. If someone raped your ass, if I got raped by some dude, I'd know exactly when the fuck it happened, wouldn't you? Uh, it would stick out in my mind. Yeah, but they, oh, I just don't know when it happened. How do you not fucking know if it's such a horrible, if it's such a horrible thing to you? They need a law that if you're a woman and you falsely accuse something of somebody, you should be the same penalty that they were going to have if they'd done it. I agree. 
because we went through all that shit with the Duke lacrosse players and the black stripper that went to that party. Buffalo Bills uh, punter. Yeah, and now he just well he won the lottery. He's with the Chiefs now. They just signed. Oh, him. they did. Yep, just oh, this good. week. But yeah, that same kind of shit. If you're a woman and you make up this stuff, you're as bad as the guy is that done this stuff. Grant, who said she was offered three million dollars to keep her alleged relationship with man quiet, filed a lawsuit in Connecticut last Thursday, alleging he pushed her to have a sexual relationship with him. The lawsuit says he trafficked her to other to others within the organization and sexually assaulted her. So maybe acting like a pimp. Well, hold, hold, hold on here. He also, we're, we're, I read a deal about pictures. <clears throat> he shared right her expli- and, and shared explicit photos of her with fellow employees and wrestlers. Who took the pictures? Yeah, but if she takes the pictures and sends it to him, that's something different. Hold, hold on, hold on, right I, there. I know where you're going. If with she's this. sending naked pictures to him and stuff, yes. So it's not that innocent. Fuck no. That's she knew what she was getting into. Now, did he trade her off as she he trafficked her? So did he say, Hey Bob, you need to knock a little piece off of what's her name? She's a lot of fun to go with. And he goes and gets her drunk and they have a good time together. Right. That's not trafficking. Trafficking is like you said, if he's like, listen, you have to go have sex with Bill over there. Right. Maybe that's what he did. But well, if he did that, but but still she was a willing accomplice on this shit because he had with him, money. but not with the others, maybe. Well, she she took his three million dollars as hush money. Uh, I don't know if she did or not. She said she was offered three million dollars. Didn't say she took it. Hold on, there's another second. In the number in the summer of 2022, WWE's board investigated a series of hush money payments made made by McMahon to a woman accused him of sexual misconduct, including a 7.5 million dollar deal with a wrestler who said he coerced her into oral sex. If you're getting seven and a half million dollars to give blowjobs. <laughs> Give them blowjobs, girls. That's For seven and a half million dollars, what are you doing, Andy? I still got a. So you suck one day because you're a <laughs> cocksucker. So I'm, I'm. I'll just be poor. For seven and a half million dollars. See, I can I see you over there. The wheels are turning in your head, though. <laughs> like, I'm out. But I mean, that's I'm out. a lot of money. For seven and a half million dollars, she's she was. There had to come to a dollar agreement. She said, "I'll do that." Right. I'm telling you right now, ladies, if you're a single lady out there and someone offers you seven and a half million dollars for it, <clears throat> sign yourself up. A lot of money. That'd be can... the last one you ever have to give the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, you can retire after this one. That is just crazy. He admitted no wrongdoing by agreeing to the settlement. Cause that, and that's another thing. Like a lot of people take these settlements as a it's over sign with. of guilt. Well, he's you know, he paid them this money, so there's gotta be something there. A lot of times when you got lots of money like that, it's just, let's just throw this at it. It'll go away and we'll be done with it. You know, it doesn't mean you were guilty. Could mean that you were guilty. But if, 100%. You, did, but if you didn't do it, you're like, fuck that. I ain't paying that it's, bitch shit. Well, true. I'm not going to pay it. I, we'll go to court over this shit. I didn't do a damn yeah, thing. Yeah, but there's a lot of times where you're going to lose more than that seven and a half million dollars. Most people that settle on shit like this were getting their dick sucked. I agree. But it's not an admission. It, it's not 100% guilty. Let me ask you a question. Do you really give a shit if Vince McMahon had a blowjob for seven half million dollars? Because I don't. No. I don't care if Joe Biden had sex with Dr. Biden when she was 19 years old and babysitting his kids. I really don't give a shit. What I give a shit about is a terrible president he was. If he was a good president and what he'd done before he was president, I don't really care. Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky, I really didn't give a shit that he banged her with a cigar. I, I didn't. I mean, I was proud of him. But. It was a good moment in our country. I don't like the way he sold our country out. But the other things he did, I don't mind. If you're a good president, what you've done before you as a president does not matter to me. 
Just like if you come out here and work for me as a guide, if you do a good job and you do everything you're supposed to do, I don't care what you've done before you got here. You know? Do you feel bad for Monica Lewinsky? Because I don't. I can't. I have a hard time finding her as a much of a victim as she had an she, affair with the president. Yeah, I mean, she knew what she was doing. I mean, I mean, there's no doubt that he used his influence. Yeah, his position of power. Yeah, but he also all she had to do was say no and tell somebody. Now, I would be more afraid of Hillary than I would be Bill. Yeah, you know. Now those kids that that Bill was at at Epstein Island and stuff. Yes. Th- those kids are victims. 100%. Monica Lewinsky was 25 years old. She and, knew what she was doing. And she was calling the, pr- I mean, she was calling him. Yeah. It, she was, she was seeking him. Yeah. It wasn't the first one she done. Well, I mean, I don't and know then she that. saved the spooge dress. Did she do that on purpose or was that just, I don't know. Lazy dry cleaning. I don't know. I never paid much attention to all of that shit either. I didn't like Bill Clinton cause he was a Democrat and I was, I, I was voted Republican, but I didn't dislike him. And I don't think he was a bad president. I think Obama was a fucking terrible president. And I think Joe Biden said, hold my beer and watch this. But I think this is Obama's third term. Yeah. Jimmy Carter was a terrible president, but he was a good man. Is he still alive? Did he make it? Yeah, he's still, I think he's about 98 now. Having hard times in the nursing home, I saw. He probably is as good a man as we've ever had as president as just being a good person. Yeah. I mean, he really is a good person. He's just a total dumbass. He tried. Tried hard. He just, he's too much. You cannot be kind and be president. It's not a kind position. And, 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 and it's not just president. If you're the mayor of San Francisco, you got to ball up and do something to save your city because your city's going away real fast. Yeah. And Seattle, Portland, I mean, it's, they're just shitholes. And it's a shame they're just giving it away. And eventually those people are going to rebel and they're going to stand up and say no. Oh, he's been in hospice for a year. Yeah, he's going to die. Well, we're all going to die. But I don't know many people that are in hospice care for a year. Somebody doping them up with morphine. Somebody told me one time that one percent of the people get out of pod, of hospice. I've never known anybody that ever was in hospice that got out. No, like it's usually pretty quick. When they call in hospice, like you're making funeral arrangements. How, how old is he now? Nineteen twenty nine. Ninety nine. Yeah, he's not going to get. Any Did he better. fight in the war? Was he a veteran? I doubt it, but I don't want to say that. Everybody loved his brother, though. Look him up on Wikipedia on the right, and he'll say. He would have been fighting age, the ripe age of 20. At 24, he would have been during World War II if he did. Yeah. What I figured. Jimmy was, well, I can't read that. Naval fast. career. In the Navy, yep. At 46, 46 to So he missed most of it. Did Still, you Did you watch <clears throat> the end of Pacific? Not had time. What a great movie. God almighty, that's a great series. I can't believe I didn't know it was on and made. I argued with Andy. I did not realize it was made in 2010 or 11. It's an old series. It was, boy, it's a very, very, very good series. I have hell fine in series two. I tried three one, three different ones yesterday. I start them. I watch half of one series. If they don't get me on the first episode, they're going to lose me. Yeah. See, that's what Peaky Blinders did. I just could not. I can't oh, get into it. But everybody gotta, says it. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to watch it again. You got to just you you got to just give it time. That's just what, give it time. I hate series like that. It's worth it. And I, I enjoyed the... Well, was that you or me? Who's listening to us? Siri, not available. I don't know. I touched my phone and my laptop went off. Um, Peaky Blinders is one of the series that is probably in the top five. Top five series ever made is Peaky Blinders. That's pretty. That's pretty bold. That's pretty bold, Cotton. I'm telling you, you watch it all. 
start to finish, realize that, you know, because it's, it's you know, we're setting everything up. They're setting everything up in Peaky Blinders. Tommy Shelby, Thomas Shelby has to build his empire. Starts from nothing. Comes out of the war. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't tell me. I'm going to try it again then. Comes out of the war and, you know, doesn't have a pot to piss in. But he's got a can-do attitude and he smokes a lot of cigarettes. He does do that. I noticed that part. Did you watch Hell on Wheels? Nope. That's a really good series, but I couldn't watch it the first time either. And Jerry Copeland's like, "Oh, you got to watch it; it's really good." And so I you made myself and got into it, and I really—it was a very, very good series. You got to get. I'm trying to think back because it's been a long time since I watched the whole series, but I enjoy. You know, you get to the later half of season one and it starts picking up. When season two rolls around, like you're ready, it leaves you on a See, cliffhanger. I could, I, I could go watch it now. I hate watching shows on Netflix or Prime. It's one, and then I got to wait another nine months for it to come out for the next one because I always forget what happened in the first one. Right. What is your favorite series of all times? Peaky Blinders is your number one. Yeah. What's like, number two? Anytime that I'm editing a podcast late at night, I just put on Peaky Blinders late at night because Tom, you know, fucking it's ten o'clock at night, ten thirty at night. I don't want to be doing it. Thomas Show is a fucking grinder. What Make is, shit happen? Name your top five. TV series of all time. Uh, okay, Peaky Blinders okay. is number one. Number two is going to be Rescue Me. Number three is going to be Haunting of Hill House. I love that series. Um, is that scary? Yeah, it's very scary. I can't but watch not, it, but not so much when you've seen it. It's actually more of a sad story when you, whenever you see the whole ending. Uh, so that's three. I really, really like The Shield when it was on. It kind of played out. Um, Why did you go watch it? The Shield is good. Um, Sopranos. I mean, that's obviously up there. Uh, so there's five right there. I'm trying to think if there's another one that. My number one is the. the wire. I, I love The Office. I love Seinfeld. My number one is The Wire. Yeah. Number one, number easily. Number two is Sopranos. Mm -hmm. Number three is probably Shameless. I absolutely love that show. Oh fuck, The Walking Dead. How did I forget about The Walk? Well, that's not one of my like. It kind of got it got boring towards the end, so I can't I can't leave I can't put that on there. Like I enjoyed every bit of Peaky Blinders and the other ones. My fourth one is probably I really like Downton Abbey a lot. I like The Crown a bunch too. There's a bunch Boardwalk Empire. I loved it. I mean, there's a lot of them that I've watched that I really like. I tell you what, one that I liked that Zach got me to watch, and it was funny as shit. Was called Lilyhammer. Oh, With uh, what's the guy's name that was in The Sopranos that, that ran the bottom being uh. Stephen Van Zant, mm -hmm. he's in it. It plays. He's a uh, guy that's running from trouble from the mob, and he goes in there. But I mean, I, there's all kinds of old series I like. I like Sanford and Son, All in the Family. I like Seinfeld. Um, I, I like. Never, I used to watch Cheers. Did you watch Mad Men? Men? No, I Mad Men is on actually. Airplane, I want to watch it. It's actually a really good series. You talking about some guys that were some male chauvinists? Yeah, that was a great era to live to be a man. Yep. Um, I cannot get any into any westerns at all. Bonanza is about the only western. Tony finished Gunsmoke the other day. It's like twenty five seasons. Jeez. Zach likes uh, True Detective. It was just okay in my mind. I didn't. I've never watched the first season with Matthew. I didn't even watch the second. Did you watch season. Lucifer? No. Mom and Payne watched that, and I was like, I couldn't get into that. No, nope, never did. Oh fuck! They're gonna make us start at a hundred. Yeah, I don't know why they do that shit. Is this what the Best one? This is just according to Variety magazine. I was getting oil changed in mom's vehicle the, yesterday at the. Uh, Ooh, Freaks and Geeks is good. At the place they fix it, the, the dealership and Days of Our Lives or one of those General Hospital or one of them things that same music. I thought, God, this reminds me when I used to go to babysitter as a little kid. 
MASH. This might just be, I don't think this has anything Netflix. MASH was way up there. Yeah. There's no way. MASH is one of the greatest ones. Sesame Street's ahead of MASH? No, hell no. They were, somebody was telling me Succession is really good. Hold on, on, HBO Max. Go down a little bit. I want to read what it's about because I need something. I think Fox was telling me about it. I think it's kind of a little bit kind of like Trump, the Trump family. But they said he said it was really really succession. good. Succession. I will try. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that then. Sesame uh, Sheets number twelve. Wow. Fuck it's Cheers number ten. Roots never seen it. It's it is okay. What the fuck? Mary Tyler Moore. Seinfeld. The Wire. Sex in the City. Not my genre. My Breaking Bad. I was not really that. I liked Better Call Saul a lot more than I did Better Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad started out really good because it was a pretty interesting story, but it got pretty old pretty fast. Simpsons, Sopranos, Mad Men, number one. I love Lucy. Ugh. She was a fucking nosy bitch. <laughs> That's what I got out watching that show when I watched it. I scrolled too fast. I never saw Mary that. Mary Tyler Moore was a smoke show, though. Really? Yeah, I thought she was always really pretty good looking. Yeah, they said Succession's really good. I'm going to have to check out Succession then. All in the Family, what a great, great, great show. The Golden Girls, terrible. No Peaky Blinders on here. 60 Minutes. Game of of Thrones was good. They couldn't get it. I don't like any magical, mysterious shit other than Harry Potter. Terrible in that show. MASH is 24. Looks like Peaky Blinders did not do very well with the people of Variety Magazine. Probably too... uh, Man oriented. I think Elaine Bennis, when she was younger, was better looking than any of the chicks on Friends. Even e- Jennifer Aniston. No. I think so. Julia Louis Dreyfus was a good looking lady. You're incorrect. I don't think so. She's but. fucking crazy. She's a wealthy, wealthy. She grew up very, very. I think her dad's a billionaire. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Is Bryce ready for us? Um, probably so. I need to check and see what time is it. Five minutes after. We're oh, running yeah. late. No, it's three thirty. Oh, 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 oh. I thought he was three o'clock. Yep. No, I texted him earlier, and he said, yep, he'll be ready at 3.30. I can text him and tell him whenever you're ready, we are. Yeah, do that, and then whenever he says so, we can roll out of here. Rolling Stones. Let's see if my Peaky Blinders does better. Oh, fuck. 99 again. Oz was a pretty good show. Never watched it. It was really good. Orange is the New Black. I watched that one time. Kind of weird, but I watched it. Women in Prison. Kind of weird. Lesbian... A lot of lesbians. Lots. Like like being at a, a basketball game, female basketball game. I think we might have done this before. Close that out. Can we go to the top 20? Will it let us? Is that clickable? Probably not. Oh, you bitch. Always doing that shit. Nobody listens to their shit no more reads it. When's the last time you read a magazine? <laughs> mm, long time. Yeah. Yep, to see the top 50, you got to be a Rolling Stone subscriber. Ain't going to happen. Nope. All right, we can get off here. I can get me a glass of hot tea before we go in. All right. Uh, everybody have a great lots, weekend. Lots of prayers to the people in the panhandle of Texas. It is absolutely terrible. Three million acres? Is it that far? I saw, it was over a million. Our friend Dustin Johnson with Cedar Ridge, he was on Fox News this morning. Really? Yeah, done a, very proud of him and all them guys that spent their time and their money to go up there and fight that fire for those people. It's a terrible, terrible thing. Uh, it doesn't get the fanfare, and I don't know if fanfare is the right word that it should for the media because it's just a brush and sage and over hasn't, a million. I'm sorry, hadn't wiped out a bunch of people. But if this same fire was in Tennessee or Kentucky or California, it's all you'd be hearing about right now. There's a million acres of burn. They said it was 110 miles long. 
Really? Dustin said today on Fox News it, it'd take him an hour to fly from one end of the fire to the other. That's crazy. A lot, a lot, a lot of fire. A lot of good people out there. They've had one death up there. Um, I saw some pictures yesterday that was sent to me by someone up there and just hundreds of cattle just burned to crisp dead. It's just, it's a horrible, horrible now. I don't know how it started. I have not, nobody said nothing. You know, your, your, your Q people think that we did a beam of light from the outer space like they did in Hawaii and except for the blue buildings and stuff, but. 3% contained, making it bigger than the size of Rhode Island. Yep. <clears throat> Becoming the largest blaze in Texas history. Um, <clears throat> Let's see. Now, well, it, an 83-year-old lady from Stinnett died. It's snowing there now, isn't it? Well, it's snowing here earlier, so yeah. I don't, I don't, I told somebody today, I said, I don't, there's like, well, it's snowing and raining. I said, yeah, but I said, that fire is so hot and so right. fast. It's burning. It's drying up stuff before it gets to it anyway. So it dries up fast and it still burns the same. And I don't know that the, it's, it's not enough rain or snow to help it, I don't think. They had pretty good winds yesterday, but the winds are supposed to pick right back up. I, I think Saturday and Sunday is supposed to be 30 and 35 mile an hour winds again up there. Mm-hmm. Out of a different direction. That would help though, wouldn't it? Well, it's going to burn shit that ain't been burned yet. No, if it, it was north it, wind, it, it came was, south. It was it? blowing west the other day. Oh, Now it's blowing north. Now, if you get a south wind, it's going to go back up to where it was. Yeah, but it wouldn't burn back again. No, 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 no. You don't understand. It's went from west to west. Now it's going south. So now, see, see now if it starts blowing out of the southwest, it's going to go that area that there's oh. like towards out. Uh, basically, that area right there around Eric, Oklahoma and stuff, that area. And you get into that. And then that's that big grass country up there where in Oklahoma, a tornado chase up there. There's not a lot of roads. It's that black kettle grasslands up there. And it's just, there's not a whole lot of towns. The sad thing is those towns are surrounded by all that shit. They were telling people to turn their water sprinklers on in their yards. Really? Like where we live at in our little town, it would be really rare for something to happen because we just don't have the brush around the town. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of green wheat and stuff. But those people, a lot of those those towns went right, the trees and stuff, right up next to them. Meteorologists do not expect the pre- precipitation to provide any significant help. Terrible. I saw how dry it was a couple of weeks ago. We drove up through there. North of Amarillo is just freaking desolate. They hadn't had no rain. And it's just, it's a horrible deal. My prayers got to those people. That's a horrible thing. Losing anything in a fire is, is bad. And those people losing, you know, those ranchers, they lost their whole, you can't insure those cattle. No. East Amarillo complex fire in 2006 burned 900,000 acres. Now this is the biggest one. It's, it's still it's, nothing that says it's a horrible deal, but it's all different fires. Yeah. I, I mean, like if I, you look at this map, yes, there's three or four different fires going. I think that far South one is like 30 or 40,000 acres. What towns did it hit? It's been, luckily it hasn't really hit anything. It went around Borger. It's North of Amarillo. It's North of Pampa. Uh, it went through, I mean, it did go through towns. It went through uh Canadian. Stinnette, Canadian, uh, Panhandle, Fritch, I think Miami. All those towns lost a bunch of stuff. Hmm. Miami had that tornado too, didn't they? Last year? Uh, I can't remember. Everybody's like, oh my God, they're setting the nuclear power, the nuclear place, Pantex, on fire. Pantex, a grass fire, and it's all concrete, ain't going to get nowhere around it. It may come to the fence, but it ain't going to danger nothing there. Boy, if it does, we're fucked. It's not going to. Concrete don't burn. Hmm. 
concrete does not burn. Well, what if it gets hot enough that sets it's, off like grass, a nuclear reaction or something? Yeah, it ain't gonna, it's that's it's gravel and concrete all around that thing. They ain't gonna hurt nothing there. I mean, it's just like the Empire State Building ain't gonna burn up from grass fire. It's got concrete surrounding it. You never know. Plus, just for the Q people out there that listen, because we have some of those people here. We'll just call them people. You never know, what, Jeff. What 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 are the results of setting a bunch of grass and cattle on fire in Texas? Make beef prices go up. I don't th- decrease the the hay population. Well, this damn sure did that because everybody hay is hay prices are going to skyrocket. There won't be no peanut straw next year. That's right. That's what it's all now, about. I hope some of these farmers got all this old hay that they've bailed over these years and just up there. Did you take part months. in the waterfowl? Yes, I did. You did. Yes. We're supposed to be in Austin on the 28th, I believe. Who said this? Your local game warden. On the 28th? Yes. I'm busy that day. <laughs> Scouting turkeys, Jeff. Yeah. It's turkey season. Five fucking specs. That's the stupidest shit ever. No one's ever said that biologists are smart. No. And there are some really smart ones out there. I but- just don't know why we just don't stop at three. Why are we going to go from two to five? Like, does our government do anything that makes sense? Well, here's the deal. Even towards, like, there were times last year where it was like, fuck, thank God it's only two. I couldn't have killed a third one for everybody. I got guys on the coast that are seared, they're pissed off because they're done with conservation season. And I understand that. If you're going to hunt them other states, you should be able to hunt them in Texas. Mm -hmm. But they were mad because they were going to go from 20 to five birds. Why why would that bother you? How often are you going to shoot more than five birds per day, anyways? If you got 10 guys and you shoot 50 geese, you've had a great day shooting snow geese. If and it's, it's not con- going to turn around hunters. But they, if it's conservation no, season. No, 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 no. They want to do it just on the regular season. Oh, to five. Lower their lower what it used to be. thirty. When we had three goose limit here, they had a five bird limit down there, I think. I'd kind of like that because then maybe I could shoot a limit of snow geese. Yep. Hey, we shot five snow geese apiece. Yep. Well, anyways, they're not. I've never shot 50 snow geese. So, I mean, it ain't going to happen, but it could. Well, even the guys on the coast, though. There's nobody not going to book a hunt. If you're selling hunts to someone that thinks they need to shoot more than five birds a day, right? that's really not a customer you want because they're only interested in shooting shit. I mean, that's it. They don't care about the hunting. They don't care about the experience. Their deal is how many birds they get killed. Now, we can shoot 20 of these, right? Yeah, and it ain't going to happen. You know? Hey, I have guys ask me all the time, well, we'll shoot, what about snow geese limits 20? Well, yeah, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> you know, maybe for the month of November, we'll shoot 20 snow geese. I don't know. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. Thank y'all for listening to us. God bless y'all. Have a great week. Bye. Love you. Bye. Watch for deer. Check out our great sponsors. Go check out Double T British Kennels. Now is the time. Call Mr. Corey. You need another puppy. You know you do. Mossberg, Stanfield Outfitters, Alpha Outdoor Specialties, Hemp Hill Farm. Use the promo code BHP. Ducks Unlimited, Lucky Duck, Looking Glass Podcast, Shin Gear, Dirty Duck Coffee, Dive Bomb Industries, Pacific Calls. BHP25 is a promo code for them. Paw Shot Shells and MLR Graphics. And Mallard Bay. And Mallard Bay.